knows that the time has come to prepare his followers then and now for the tough times that lay ahead. As the scene in today's gospel opens, people are in Jerusalem, amazed at how beautiful the site of their temple is. They're talking about all the costly stones that have been adored here. And Jesus tells them, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone. To these Jewish people, hearing Jesus say the temple is going to come down must have sounded like Jesus was describing the end of the world as they knew it. For Jews standing in the temple at this time, the, the temple was the center of their lives. The temple was the center of their worship, of their culture, of their identity. This was a big point of pride for them. It's really hard to come up with a modern day example. It would almost be as if Jesus came here today and told you that your church, your house, place of work, your school, the American flag, the Statue of Liberty, your political party, whatever it is that you're most proud of or kind of build your life around, it's all going to come down. It's all about to be gone. It's all coming to an end. Jesus' comments is meant to be a wake-up call to those of us who are fixating too much on the passing things of this world. The stuff of this world, after all, is what we tend to fixate on the most and worry about, isn't it? How am I going to find time to decorate my house for Christmas with everything else I got going on, right? How am I going to get my grades up at school? How am I going to be able to afford retirement or school? How are the election results going to think? So much of the stuff that we're fixated on and worry about, stuff that's going to pass away. When was the last time we focused on the decisions in our lives that really matter in the end to Jesus? We say, oh, I'll wait till later in my life to worry about that, or until I see some of the signs of the end times that Jesus is talking about. Jesus said a sign of the end times will be when many people come trying to mislead us by presenting themselves as our Savior and telling, them that the time, telling us that the time has come for us to follow them. Have any of you seen any of these political campaign ads lately? You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones where the person portrays himself as our savior and the other opponent as being the devil incarnate, right? And we need to hurry up and follow him. There is no shortage of people fitting this sign of the end times. I remember a time after an election myself when I was devastated. I felt utterly hopeless because the election results that I had hoped for didn't turn out the way I liked. I realized I had placed so much of my hope and faith in this election that I was misled into thinking things were going to be hopeless if they didn't turn out the way that I had. Maybe some of us are feeling that way here today. Or maybe it's reminding us of a previous election where we felt this way. Friends, Jesus is giving us a wake-up call that we are placing too much of our hope too much of our faith in these political leaders, or it could be in preachers, teachers, musicians, professional athletes, and celebrities who come and go, who are here today and gone tomorrow, and who are not the Messiah. The longer we allow ourselves to be sucked into this world, 
Jesus tells us that this time of testing will consist of our friends and family hating us and hanging us over to be persecuted. It will consist of earthquakes, famine, plagues, and of war. Jesus did not say to be afraid. Instead, Jesus said to be ready. I love what Jesus does here. Because he's telling it how it is. Jesus tells us, if you want to be my follower, it won't always be fun. It won't always be easy. Have we ever talked with others about following Jesus in the same way Jesus talked about being his follower in today's gospel? It seems like if we ever talk about following Jesus at all, it's usually the exact opposite, right? It's usually us telling people, our church is great, it's beautiful. The preaching is great, except for the deacon's preaching. The music, I like it. The people are great, I've met lots of good friends. I've become a better person because. And in the end, when I die, I'll go to heaven. You should come check it out. This may be well-intentioned in the short term, but it's not biblical. I've looked through every page of this book trying to find where God says, Following me will always be easy and fun. I haven't found it. While I have yet to find this part about following Jesus not being easy or fun, I have found the part that talks about Jesus dying on the cross for you and me. This myth that loving us is always easy and fun is a lie. And Jesus will be the first one to tell us this hard truth. But you know what? Even though loving us isn't always easy and fun, Jesus persevered in loving us anyway. Thank God Jesus' love for you and me was not dependent on being easy or fun for him and him feeling like us. Thank God Jesus' love for you and me was not dependent on sunny days, smooth sailing, and easy circumstances. The pages of scripture talk about how Jesus persevered through tough times for us and that we as disciples who follow him we also must prepare to persevere through tough times. The God of the universe just spoke to you and me in the gospel reading. And what did he say? He says, by your perseverance, you will gain your life. This perseverance is not something we wait until the end to start doing. We are to do this work now in our daily lives. Jesus has revealed the future to us to help us deal confidently with the work that lays before us. As our second reading reminds us, sometimes this work can be toil and drudgery. But you know what? When we don't feel like doing the hard work of being a parent or taking care of a loved one, we put on our big boy and big girl pants and we do it anyway. When our significant other, our friend, our coworker is on our last nerve, we persevere and asking Jesus for guidance, patience, and strength in taking the next right step. When we do this, we get light for ourselves, and we get light for others. Jesus' love for us, after all, was not some past event only. Jesus continues to show us his love for us today by taking the challenging approach of working through us, who sometimes are not so cooperative, and through the Eucharist. Friends, remember, 